This is part 2 of Campaign Convos, Episode 4. So since parang cross-cutting naman yung populist agenda, like we can expect all candidates to say something populist kasi yun yung bibenta sa mga tao. Maybe we can judge a candidate based on how independent they will be as senators. So, of course, Ocho, opposition, <laughs> they, they will be critical, diba? Expect natin yun. Pero, kami sa, sa admin allies, ba meron bang independents yung ibang candidates? Do they make up their mind? I can't say na they're independent, pero iba-ibang degree lang sila kung paano sila maging close or gaano sila kadala susunod sa gusto ng presidente. Iba-iba. Pero I can say na lahat yun. Lahat sila, lahat nung 12 na sa PDP slate and some of them are HNP. We can't be assured na pagdating sa Senate, they'll be independent. I'd just like to point out, medyo nawiwirdohan ako since I cover Angara. Tapos biglang si President Duterte, sinasabi niya bigla sa sorority na Angara daw criticizes him pero okay lang daw sa kanya kasi hindi naman daw laging magkakaroon ng pagkakataon na they always see eye to eye. Pero in my head, parang I cover the Senate the past three years, wala namang ganun. The most was, the most was ano na. Tapos si Angara, I think... <laughs> Baka, mas, mas lalong hindi rin magdi-disagree yun. Pero ang naisip ko na lang, yung no, ano, value ng tax na i-impose. Pero sobrang liit lang nun. After sabihin ni Duterte yun, Angara was implying na yun kaya na kahit di po tayo nagkakasundo parate, basta para sa bayan, ganyan-ganyan. Pero in my head, no, you're closely identified with, with the president. Like, even with other issues, hindi lang dyan sa tax killings and everything. So, ayun, in general, I think, even with some of our re-electionist senators, si Senator Grace po sinasabi niya dapat balanced and everything. Pero, andali kasing sabihin nun eh. But when you look at their track record, like siya, umokay siya sa halos lahat ng gusto ni President at a time na popular pa to. So, I mean like, si Senator Grace po na independent siya, pero pagdating sa Senate, hindi pa rin totally independent. What more tong mga PDP laban na they really got the help of the president para malagay sila sa pwesto. So, I remember si Coco Pimentel though, parang may time he voted against the Marcos burial. Yeah, yun lang. Y- yun, yun, yun lang yung re-election. push na ibigay sa kanila yung impeachment ni Sereno rather than tackle it ko waranto. Parang he stood oh, parang for the ganun, pero wala kasi jurisdiction effect, of the Senate. Kasi walang yeah. Kasi minsan kasi ganito sa Senate, you can sign a paper na alam mo naman hindi magkakaroon ng enough numbers. Parang ganun yung pwedeng laro. Yeah, yun yung usapan nun na parang, kasi nga diba, Coranto was already pending at the Supreme Court. So people were waiting, kasi si Coco pa yung Senate President nun, people were waiting for the Senate to assert itself na sa amin mm-hmm. ang jurisdiction yan. And yun nga, pinush nila, pero sabi ng mga abogado, wala namang effect yun eh. Parang they just want mm-hmm. to say they asserted themselves, pero in in reality, hinayaan Opinion nilang ikuwaran to talaga si Serena. Taking off lang doon sa sinabi ko, more than ang gara nga, si Binay pa yung mas masasabi mong mas ma- hindi entirely independent, pero dahil may binigay ng ganong example, parang mapapaisip ka, ah, mas ano pa nga si Binay eh. Nancy mas Oo, si Nancy, mas may, mas maraming beses siyang kumontra, so to speak, ganun. So, baka sa view ni Presidente, dahil hindi umagree dun sa values na gusto niya, I mean like numbers on taxes na gusto niya, it's a form of criticism. On the inverse naman, meron ba siya ocho or opposition bets who would, who have expressed support for some of the programs of the administration and thus might vote for the administration in certain instances? Um, siguro not sa Ocho, si Neri because uh, uh, mm. President Duterte and the left enjoyed 
a honeymoon period. Unang-una kasi naging uh, abolish contractualization si President Duterte. Pero yung makabayan and the labor win candidates have already said na ah, hindi niya naman tinupad. That's why we're, we're making a slate. Tapos sabi ni Neri sa Rappler interview before na sabi niya, alam mo, um, kung ibabalik naman ni President Duterte yung yung track niya towards abolishing contractualization and road to peace to peace talks, I will support him. Pero right now, hindi. Alang, he calls him a tyrant, ganun na. So, nag-break na sila. Pero yun, uh, contractualization, labor, peace talks, baka dun magkakasundo ang mahabayan tsaka si President Duterte. Si Senator Bam din, dun sa Senate, may mga times na he lauds President Duterte, like mm-hmm. signing into laws, mga ganun, but not really into the details. I'm just curious kay Marroas, bakit parang he's also pandering to the administration allies or or supporters. I mean, that's just the impression I get. Kasi, in-assume ko bago siya tumakbo na, ah, baka kritik to ni President Duterte. Pero pagdating doon, parang nasa gitna. I think it's also because he's trying to shed off the image. Hindi na siya presidential candidate ngayon. So, hindi na siya... I remember meron siyang rapper talk with Bea here before. He's not running because he wants to be against something, but may gusto lang siyang isulong for... And again, so that would be economy, economy trabaho. Mm-hmm. And because he's a long-time politician, he has served three presidents, I guess he knows part of pushing policies will be horse trading. And mm-hmm. sometimes there will be certain... Um, there will be certain policies na hindi niya na kailangan kalabanin masyado. So do you think he's playing safe given the popularity of the president? I'm not so sure if he's playing safe, but more of like he's just focusing on what he wants to happen. And he's just focusing on his platforms. Which is why... Um, whenever he gets interviewed and is asked about certain controversies hounding President Duterte, uh, one pattern that I've noticed, and I'm not sure if it's because he really doesn't read the news anymore or he doesn't really follow the issues, he would say na, actually, hindi ko alam ko ano yung detalye dito, halimbawa, dun sa Batangas, or hindi ko alam ko ano yung detalye dito sa ganito, sa ganyan. Pero in general, uh, the, for example, um, I think tinanong siya na isang reporter about what he thinks about yung dredging vessel sa may mm-hmm. Batangas. So he's saying, well, hindi ko alam kung ano yung specific detail dyan, pero ang sa akin, basic, general is kung ano yung atin, mm-hmm. atin. Um, and so hindi na rin siya katulad ng ibang otso diretso candidates na kailangan nitigriti ng bawat matinding issue na controversial na sinabi ni Duterte, alam nila. Kasi with Mar Rojas, hindi niya na, he, he says, hindi niya na kailangan yun kasi kilala na siya. So iba yung mm-hmm battleground niya. Pero siguro let's note din na hindi kasi sila pwedeng maging anti-Duterte forever because oh. if they win a seat in the Senate, wala, hindi naman papasa yung mga gusto nilang ipasa uh-huh. if it doesn't get signed by the President. So I guess parang they have to always maintain that friendly balance with the administration. Mm-hmm. So going naman since yeah, platform parang that's one way of looking at it pero at the same time inamin naman natin na sa sorties hindi patok palagi yung platform. Uh-huh. Kung yung speech mo all about policies, parang hindi mo mabenta. Hence, um, people see the value in joining public debates kasi uh-huh. yun lang yung only chance for people to ask you what your what laws you want to pass or anong stance mo sa mga position. So, question, uh, sino sa mga candidates nyo ang regularly sumasama sa mga debates? All ocho. All ocho, I guess. Ang pinaka-consistent lag. 
Well, Mar and Bam do not attend all. But the rest talagang may expect mo kung hindi sa first round, nandun sila sa second round. Because they need the because exposure. Because they need exposure. Uh, si, si Bam and si Mar, siguro meron silang legroom na, okay, pipiliin na lang natin kung ano yung station, ano yung format na mas magsusuit for us to be able to translate what you wanna say. Uh, kung maga may luxury, luxury sila in that sense. Pero lahat sila nag-appear on TV, nag-appear sa Rappler or Rappler debate or sumali sa debate ng mga school. Uh, which is something that I would appreciate as a voter, not just a reporter covering them. But yeah. Sa PDP. Yung iba, uma-attend sila pag one-on-one. Like, hindi siya debate talaga. Pag-interview, like, kunwari, sa DZBB, marami sa kanila uma-attend pag one-on-one or one-on-one or minsan tatluhan, dalawahan, ganun. Pero, ang I noticed sa mga re-electionist senators, ang nafe-feel kong vibe sa kanila yung less talk, less mistake. So, parang, mas maraming mawawala sa kanila if they join debates. I mean, for selfish reasons, di ba, iisipin mo, ay, baka may masabi ako dyan. Huwag na lang. So, I, I guess, most of them, dahil kilala na sila, ayaw na nila. And sinabi na rin naman nung mga, <laughs> oo, tsaka nung iba na, I'd rather dumiretso sa mga tao, ganyan. Pero kasi pag dumiretso ka sa tao, hindi ka naman magigrill, hindi naman ma-scrutinize yung naging pagboto mo, yung track record mo. So, yun yung disappointing. Sa PDP naman, uh, sino ba? To be fair kila, Mangudadato, Tolentino, dun sa five core candidates. Well, except Bongo. Yeah. Bongo wala yeah. ka all. Umatend naman yun, yung mga yun. Si Bongo Even ba bato, na one-on-one na in any station, radio? Meron siyang mga radio interviews. Tapos naalala niyo may vice ganda interview yeah, siya. Yeah, Pero yeah. hindi naging political. Yung questions were very soft and Even not radio. controversial. Sa radio, um, sa, napansin ko na hindi ganun ka grilling talaga yung vibe ng mga interviews niya. It's mostly, uh, oh, ano pong ginawa niyo dito sa town na to? Or ano po ba yung malasakit centers? So, so wala talagang nag-hard hitting on other issues. Do you feel like it's because his staff requested uh, there are certain questions I, the candidate wants to avoid or are the interviewees adjusting to him? I think Bongo only allows himself to be interviewed by reporters who he thinks parang he has a relationship with or hindi, parang he, he can expect na ganito yung mga tanong. Mm. So for example, never siya Never siya nag-rapper talk. Hindi <laughs> 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 naman siya sumasari sa debate natin. Uh-huh. Actually, I only get to ask him questions pag may ambush interview. Okay. Tapos minsan pa, hindi siya nasabihin yung media na may ambush interview. Alam mo, ganun din sa PDP. Like, siguro, dahil ang late na matapos, dahil syempre wala naman choice yung mga kandidato, tatapusin nila si President Duterte. Eh, minsan, past 12, 11, so, yung mga tao, pag tapos, pag tapos na talaga si President Duterte, as in, alisa na. So, gulo-gulo na, wala ka ng chance to ask policy questions as unlike sa kanila as opposed to ocho na sila yung lalapit sa iyo tapos minsan parang okay na yun, narinig ko na sa speech mo yung gusto kong tanungin pero dahil kailangan talaga nila ng exposure sila yung lalapit sa reporter mm. na you can interview me and ganun. they don't mind getting interviewed twice at the same event kasi minsan naman minsan may nalilate na reporter syempre pag mas kilala na yung kandidato parang ah oh, interview na ako so wag na natin mm-hmm. ulitin pa diba yung mga ganung mm-hmm. temperaments i mean as reporters we know that pero sila parang game sige tanungin mm-hmm. kahit anytime anything under the sun tanungin mo ako mm-hmm. sa Asian pina man uh, yung pili lang talaga yung mga nagpapa-interview and Like, for example, si Angara, nagpapa-interview siya, pero you have to tell his staff kung ano yung questions mo. And then it would depend on whether or not he would yeah. grant. Huh? 
I guess, because they ask beforehand, they just Ah, Jenna si Sir, that's yung papa interview siya. Si Amy never talaga nagpapa interview, yeah. especially pag may mainit na issue about her. So, sino ka bang nagpapa? Yun. So, siguro to wrap up lang, baka we can help our listeners to find out more about platforms mm. and ha- how would they judge a candidate uh, minus all the gimmickry, minus all the showbiz. Uh, ano yung tip nyo sa isang voter on how they can find out about someone's platform? I think uh, y- yung mga voters, they should research on their candidates. I mean, not just like the official Senate website, kasi syempre, yeah. part nun, ano lang yun eh, PR lang nila. Pero kasi, if you know how to use the Senate website, malalaman mo kung ano yung mga bills na, na ginawa nila and anong status ng bills na yun. So, pag nagpunta ka sa senate.gov.ph, go to the legislative documents and then bills. Tapos mag-type ka doon, let's say, a bill on four piece type mo lang siguro 4P, as in ganon, tignan mo, or pantawid, pamilya, ganyan. Tapos more than that, read more, hindi lang sa, kung, rap, kung rappler follower ka, hindi ka lang magbasa ng rappler, magbasa ka ng iba, para alam mo yung different angles, nung, or different, as, different aspects ng personality, or ng history ng kandidato mo. And, I think, maybe you should try to go to a rally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oo, yun, iba kasi yun eh, na mafe-feel mo talaga. And, okay, I think talaga para malaman mo yung platform, b- pinaka-basic yung magbabasa. Um, candidates who can afford it have their own websites. Often, nandun may, may specific link doon na may platform sila. Like, Marrojas has it. Naka-open now. Um, BAM has it. For the rest of Ocho Derecho, they have ochoderecho.ph and there's a link there na nandun yung platforma nila. But, um, it depends na yun siguro sa staff nila kung gaano comprehensive. But I think pinaka-basic, pag dumaan sa yung bahay niyo yung kandidato, may binibigay silang flyer. And if maayos yung kandidato nyo, nandun sa likod yung platforms nila. So, Ocho Derecho ay notice, meron silang pinamimigay na nandun yung comprehensive. And so, as a reporter, na-appreciate ko pag nakikita ako ng tao na nasa rally, nasa barangay court na as in, nagbabasa sila. Hindi sila nakikinig minsan dun sa speech or dun sa preliminary sometimes. Tapos nagbabasa sila. And I think that's the most basic thing you can do. Kasi I'm sure nanonotice natin after ng rally, ang dumi-dumi yeah. ng road, ba? Tapos puro flyer. Sayang, u- uwi nyo siya. Tapos basahin. Kasi I think nagpapakalala na rin yung kandidato kahit admin or opposition. So that piece of paper or that pamaypay? Ako, I believe, I always believe in track record. So, kung ikaw voter ka, tapos meron ka nang napupuso ang kandidato, tignan mo yung track record. They don't have to be former Senate, former legislators kasi mm-hmm. meron naman silang track record on their own. Yeah. Kung ano man yung ginawa nila before. Tapos sabi mo nga kanina, Pia, branding is different from platform. Like, for example, um, the opposition, all opposition, not just Ocho Derecho, would want to say they want to stop human rights violations in the campaign against drugs. So I always want to ask, how would you do that as a legislator? Anong babaguhin mo sa batas para mabawasan ng patayan sa campaign against drugs? Siyempre may magsasabi, okay, better siguro incentives for the police para mataas na yung, yung ano nila, yung, yung sweldo nila, mga ganon. So parang doon mo makikita kung kudalang ba yun or meron silang naiisip. Tapos parang ang sinabi dati ni Florian Hilbay sa akin, uh, Senate is also has an oversight function. So, dun, yun yung gagamitin niya. Kung nanalo siya, yun yung gagamitin niya. Na he, al- he would always make sure that merong Senate inquiry 
into killings. Now, nasa yun na yan kung do you like Senate inquiries kasi minsan fishing expedition nga naman talaga yung tas grandstanding lang din naman yung mga congressional inquiries. Pero yun, yung parang um, be scrutinizing kung kuda lang ba yung sinasabi nilang I want to improve the lives of poor people. Dapat hanapin mo what's the law? What's the law or what specific amendment or what specific provision would you want to push for? Kasi legislator kay hindi ka naman anything else, gagawa ka ng batas. Tsaka sa mga tao, I mean, sana makarating sa kanila na pag nangako yung kandidato na papagandahin namin yung buhay niyo or something, medyo hindi kaya ng senador yun, derecho, wala sa powers na yun, wala sa, di ba, wala sa duties na yun. It's, it's masyadong OA yun. <laughs> Promising the stars. <laughs> Ako naman, yung tip ko would be to watch the debates kasi... For me, yun yung pinaka-best inkling or indicator na yung tao na to, serious siya about public service. Kasi parang for me, cheap excuse yung, ah, kilala na ako, kaya hindi na ako kailangan mm-hmm. mag-debates. Eh, yun nga yung point eh. Parang kilala ka, pero syempre, we're talking about what you will do next. And that's what people don't know yet. So, for you to really prove that you're here to serve, you have to put yourself out there and show that, okay, I'm willing for to, to be asked questions. Kasi... Yung yeah, public services of public trust. And for me, sobrang red flag na yung hindi sumasali sa debates or hindi nagpapa-interview or parang namimili. Gusto nila controlled yung message oh, nila. Ay, hindi naman ganun sa channel, diba? Like, no, you're, it's not gonna be controlled. Parang you have to deal with the issues and concerns that people face every day. So, yun. So, yun. Uh, that ends our episode four. Uh, and we'll be back next week with um, more podcasts on the hot issues surrounding the campaign for 2019. So thanks for listening, everyone, and see you next week.